Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are now doing this podcast from a completely different place. I mean, it's cafe anyway, but it's also Mike's Daily Podcast in Podcastro Valleyton in a different location. Oh, those awful hackers tried to do something and make us go whackers because they tried to take us down. And they tried to take away my computer that I did this and the stuff that made Mike's Daily Podcast fun. But I found another way to do it. Mike's Daily Podcast. And here we are with FM episode 1968. I was born in that year, 1968. Oi! Mike's. At the very end. Daily. In November. Podcast. So I guess I am kind of a. Yeah! Baby boomer slash uh, Gen X or something. So yeah, here we are at Cafe Anyway. And yes, it might sound a little different because I'm using a different computer with different um, stuff. I had to rebuild everything, basically. I spent the past hour rebuilding it. This podcast is not an easy thing to do. I do it all myself. And I try to do it in such a way that I can introduce to you the live element of a live brain talking to you but at the same time bring you the fact that we are at a cafe anyway somewhere in Podcaster Valley 10. And to do all that and to be displaced because someone does not know how to do other rooms. There are people, okay, let me try and explain something to you. I'm always amazed in radio, the people that cannot adapt. In entertainment, you have to be able to adapt. The people that can, I call geniuses. For example, Katie Lang, when I saw her back in 2007 at the Santa Barbara Bowl, there were awful fires going on that year. It's Katie Lang and the guy with the hair, La La Lovett. And here's today's podcast picture. It's not a picture of La La Lovett, but... It is a picture of a beautiful sunset from a year ago. Looking at, I've been doing a lot of nice sunset pictures lately. You can see it at mikesdailypodcast.com. Ooh, and my lovely lady friend had got, got me a new phone for the new year, 2020. And I have a new phone number, but you can still call me at 336MM daily. That's three plus three equals six MM as in Mike Matthews daily as in what this podcast is going to try to be for the next couple of days anyway. But this podcast picture was taken. Basil was there too, actually. That's right, Basil. Yes, it was over there at San Leandro. Yeah, San Leandro, Basil, with the uh, wonderful what do you call it, the the marina. And so, yes, you can see that picture from a year ago. Mike'sDailyPodcast.com. All right, so Katie Lang is performing. Yeah, constant craving. Oh, and Neil Peart died. That has nothing to do with Katie Lang, except they both do music. And they're both Canadian. But I will discuss him in a moment. But first, let me say that. So because there were fires in the mountains, Santa Barbara is surrounded by these very tall mountains. I forget what they're called. But the, the mountains there. And there was this awful fire. And ash is falling down from the sky And suddenly the power goes out during the concert And Santa Barbara Bowl is an outdoor bowl Outdoor arena type thing You can kind of see the ocean a little bit 
parking is atrocious And the power goes out And Katie Lang steps up to the very front of the stage As as close as she can get to the audience And she starts to sing acapella without a microphone And everybody's like, shut up! Katie's singing Which, by the way, she just recently did an album with uh, Nico Case And I forget the other gal, Laura Veers well, I guess that was a year ago they came out with that album, but it's it's awesome. If you want to hear some cool folk country type stuff, for original works, they did a great collaboration. Okay, now to other Canadians. So that's what I'm saying is she could adapt, and yet there are so many people I meet in radio that can't adapt. And radio is so easy; it's just this microphone. But the, little things. <coughs> Excuse me, Matthew's Chino break Mm, Much better One little thing goes wrong and they freak out And they can't adapt Oh, I see it all the time I fired off an email this week Because a lady who's done a long time show With one of the stations I work for Complained like crazy Because we had to put her in another studio She could still record her show But she flipped out because the, she didn't like I don't like the studio I don't like this She just came in with this negativity And she's supposed to be this positive Do this positive kind of earthy show And she just came in all negative And blamed me And then she sends an email To her rep at the station Who then sends an email to like 50 other people Including me And then the general manager Replies to me Replying all like what happened And I go let me tell you what happened Miss I Can't Adapt walks in with her ball of negativity. I can't work in this room. It's the exact same room. Exact same room, but a different room. But with all the same equipment, all everything works exactly the same. I don't like this room. You don't have I'm sorry, you gotta if you're if you wanna be on the radio, if you wanna be in the radio biz, you gotta be able to adapt. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Neil Pert. Passed away He was I think 67 Brain cancer Go please watch The Oh what is it The uh, the, Along the lighted stage Or something like that From It was that documentary On Rush That came out A couple years ago Fantastic And Neil Pert You get to actually Hear him talk What a voice That guy had He had this deep Robust voice Oh And he just talked like this constantly And an amazing drummer, of course An amazing drummer And no, he never played the drums in a cage And and drummed upside down or backwards or whatever Rob Black, the guy who does the financial report on Cron TV And also on a radio station, KDOW And yes, I produced his show for like three years He says that And I'm always correcting him No, Rob, he never did that You're thinking of the guy from Motley Crue Neil Pert always sat down level like a normal human being, but drummed like nobody else. And my ex-wife was not a fan of Rush. She only liked one song because her dad liked it. And, you know, she liked anything that was classic rock because it reminded her of her dad. But Rush, yeah, because Rush is classic rock stuff like Tom Sawyer, Limelight, Spirit in the Radio. And then the spirit of the radio I always mix that up There was Police had Spirits in the material world And spirit of the radio So there was a time when 
the way Alex Lifeson was hitting the guitar chords, it sounded a lot like Andy Summers from uh, The Police. And so some people confused The Police with Rush. Because Sting for a while sang really high. Geddy Lee always sang high in Rush. So I play for my lovely lady friend last night, Rush, thinking, all women hate Rush. It's just a fact. (laughs) And there are women listening to this right now going, no, I kind of like them. But yeah, so I play her Tom Sawyer, and she's like, yeah, that's pretty good. And Tom Sawyer... It gets played a lot And is a, it's a rememberable song It's a remarkable song In that it was using It had the amazing drumming from Neil Peart You can just hear what the guy does He's keeping this crazy beat This I don't know what you call it beat I'm not a drummer But I know he's just doing some amazing fills And the, the drums don't sound the same from second to second It's so organic, so amazing And on top of all of this is Getty Lee playing the keyboards And they were using the synthesizers back then This decaying, crunchy, crazy moog And then check out the part where you're hearing the, uh, the bass Playing the exact same line as the keyboard Why? Because Getty Lee was the bassist too And then the guitar playing from Alex Lifeson Which I remembered I I was recalling with my friend Mike last night Via text We were talking all about Neil Peart And about the concert we saw together Uh, We saw him at the Now Gone Also Gone um, The Irvine Meadows Amphitheater I think it's condos now Irvine Meadows Amphitheater Originally was Lion Country Safari And then it became a Concert venue I think that's how it went Anyway I saw Cafe anyway Saw Rush there Not too far away From the stage Sat right in front Of Alex Lifeson Got to see him Play guitar Got to see him sweat Okay So The The guys If you watch The documentary Getty Lee Alex Lifeson And Neil Peart Had this amazing Chemistry Alex and Getty Knew each other From high school They meet Neil Peart they had to replace their first drummer And Neil Peart comes over And there's a great story I forget how it goes exactly But the audition Neil Peart like was living out of his car I think And had all his drums stuffed in his car Neil Peart also I believe lost his wife uh, To some sickness Both his wife and his daughter died um, at, you know, just, And he had to deal with that tragedy And then he had I think some kind of bout with cancer early on He quit the band Goes riding his motorcycle Across the US There's a book about that Um, They talk about that In the documentary He loved jazz Loved jazz drummers So if you go oh I don't like rock drummers This, This one guy I talked to yesterday Is like yeah rock drummers He's a rock drummer who cares Rock drummers, are they, they're talentless Jazz drummers, that's where the talent is No, you don't know You don't know unless you listen, dude So I'm playing my lovely lady friend yesterday Rush's stuff uh, Not, okay, 2112 is supposed to be their magnum opus uh, the, you know, Their early stuff is, is beyond compare But I fell in love with the synthesizer Rush I am like Trent Reznor Who loved the synthesizer Rush I'm one of the few Rush fans That loved the mid-80s Late-80s Rush 
actually all 80s Rush. But the late 80s, they really got their synthesizer on and were using with sequencing. They're using all kinds of crap that most people that love classic rock hate. But I played it for my lovely lady friend and the lyrics and Neil Peart was all about positivity. The dude was just writing about all kinds of positive things and the cool synthesizers that Getty Lee was using. Like he was stealing ideas from Pet Shop Boys at this point, like these full on chorus chords. And, and my, my lovely lady friend's like, this is amazing. And you got the amazing drumming going on with Neil, still going on in the background, doing all these cool stuff. Time Stand Still with Amy Mann from Till Tuesday singing on that. And just the, the, oh. And then he just, he knew, Neil knew when you hit that chorus, like, and when with all the, because Neil was writing the songs. Neil was writing the, the, the lyrics, Getty and, and Alex, adding the music and the chords and you know their chord progressions were crazy and they would go jump from one key to another and they were doing such crazy stuff and Neil right before that chorus right before he knew Getty was going to hit these crazy high notes and hit these big full on messages would just do these crazy fills like da 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 forget about Phil Collins who does amazing work with his fills no longer playing the drums, I don't think. I think he's got, yeah, it's sad. <sighs> All these great 80s drummers. But Neil, probably borrowing from Phil, probably borrowing from Stuart Copeland of, of the police, just doing this amazing crap. Oh, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. So my lovely lady friend loved it. I played, I played her the late... Later Rush stuff And then when they got into the 90s They went back to their more rock stuff They dropped the synthesizer They went more rock They go let's go back to what made us Put us on the map So I was talking to Marco Who did the Marco Minute For me a couple times in the past Who's a huge rock fan And he was saying how uh, the, The last Rush tour wasn't Called Farewell or anything It was called Rush 40 I think is what he said So it was pretty much Considered the last one And it was a good way To say goodbye Anyway goodbye Neil Goodbye I'm always gonna When people go Ah he wasn't that great Of a drummer I wanna kick their butts Because you're Neil Dampert And you were great You were an inspiration Alright And your music was inspiring too Okay so That's all I wanna say But what about Inspiring people in your world Huh what about people that mean a lot to you? Here's someone that's not inspiring. <laughs> Just to change lanes real quick. As we're outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valleyton. I'm walking. I take the BART to Fremont and I walk to work from the Fremont BART station. And I'm walking over there. And there's a lot of hospitals and medical facilities there. So a lot of nurses get off at that BART station. And I'm walking along and I hear this lady Talking at the top of her lungs This short woman On her phone In like nurse scrubs Going I'm taking the bird back Go to school I'm taking the bird back If you don't go to school I'm taking the bird back Don't cry Stop crying Stop crying Stop Just shouting out commands And I have to walk past her Because I'm going this one direction The same that she is and I walk past her and I'm, then I'm walking as fast as I can to get out of earshot of her. 
What an uninspiring person that was. That's sad she has to yell at her kid. I don't know her kid. Maybe her kid needed to be yelled at. Was a stubborn idiot. I don't know. But still, it just, you know, the fact that people think they can do that at the top of their lungs and it's not going to affect the rest of us. It's just so uncompassionate, uncaring, uncouth, un-everything. It's like we gotta realize we're putting that out there into the universe. We're talking at the top of our lungs. We're hearing your conversation. Why don't people realize that? It's like so un... unattentive. Uh, You're not there. You're not present in the situation. They don't care. And it shows, that saddens me in any area of the world, especially in the Bay Area, where people are so uncaring and throw trash out and graffiti, and they don't care at the BART station that they're going through the emergency exit and not paying. They don't care. I don't know who thinks, who told them that they could do that. They, They live by their own rules and nobody's catching them on it. Anyway, cafe anyway. That's my little complaint section. My little rant section for you today. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Mash, it's Madame Rudabigo, and I always pay it's about. Oh! Were you a fan of Neil Pert? Yes. Do you hate people that are not positive, that are very negative, and throw balls of negativity out there? Yes. Do you hate the fact that I can't think of another question? No! You like that? Okay, because I can't think of another question. I'm a bad interviewer. Look who else is here. Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And it's Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we like the new digs here. Yeah, the digs. Do you know that? Oh, I do know that I have to be on a radio station tomorrow. Please listen tomorrow morning from 6 to noon to 92.1 FM in the Contra Costa County area. I'm going to be on from 6 a.m. to noon as I am every Sunday, just about. You can, if you can't hear it uh, via terrestrial radio stations, you can listen on the internet at kkdv.com. kkdv.com. And now about my website, here's Ariel. And tomorrow we'll have Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. Or the next show. The next show, we should say, if we can't do a show tomorrow. I'll try and do one because this is Mike's Daily Podcast and that's the kind of thing I do. Okay, take it away. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.